Hello, good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening in. Welcome to the second episode of our Inner Voices podcast. If you recall, last week I promised that every week I was going to have a completely new topic. I was going to have variety for you so that you don't have to listen to politics every week and so on and so forth. So in keeping up with that promise, today I have decided to cover a social issue. Um, This social issue is, some, is something that I've... I've heard spoken about for so many years now, and I didn't fully understand it when I was younger, but as I'm getting older, I'm starting to see that this is something that's really, you know, really important. And um, so the topic for today, I framed it in a way, the question I've written in a very strange way, but the topic is, you are ugly anyway, catcalling and its effects on women. Before I proceed, I'd like to introduce my guest for today, the lovely Laura Sage. Hi, my name's Laura and I'm from Kent and went to the University of Nottingham and I currently work in marketing and um, this is an issue that has affected me personally and I know of other people that have gone through it and I've um, done research on the topic as well. Thank you very much, Laura. Um, so, before we proceed, uh, I, I feel like I'd like to, uh, it, it, before we proceed, it would be useful to give a definition of catcalling. So catcalling is a loud whistle or a comment of a sexual nature made by a man to a passing woman. Now, uh, it's important to note that catcalling can also be vice versa. So women can also catcall men. And this is something that's ha that does happen. Obviously, it happens way less. Um, obviously, it happens way less on the side of the, of the, the men. So I have some statistics here. You remember last week when I said I didn't care? If I sounded uh, unprepared, well, I, okay, so I lied. I do care. So I have actually done some preparation today. Um, the, the statistics I found online were quite alarming, actually. But I, I'm guessing for a lot of women, this is something that doesn't come as a shock to you. And um, let me just find this. I'm a bit... Okay, so I said I was going to be... Oh, there we go, there we go. I found that 90% of British women reported experiencing street harassment for the first time during puberty. The international average taking in 22 countries shows an um, that 84% of women are harassed on the street before they turn 17. Now, uh, bear in mind that these statistics are not from the most academic sources, so there is room for um, th them not being extremely accurate. But I'm pretty sure that if these stats are this high, it doesn't matter how accurate, like, if these stats are this high, then there's an element of truth to it. Uh, so, based on those stats, Laura, I guess my first question to you today would be, how does it make you feel when you get catcalled? Okay, so it depends on the exact type of catcalling. Um, so, if we're talking about men just making um, unwanted comments... Um, loud whistling noises and that kind of thing it does make me feel uncomfortable I don't like to feel objectified and it makes me feel self-conscious about my body when people make reference to it however I'd like to make a distinction between catcalling and being friendly so if a man comes up to me and asks me how I'm doing or um, you know tries to engage me in conversation I don't personally see a problem with that because I like to talk to people that being said 
um, just because I think it's okay, that doesn't make it okay for other women. Like, there may be plenty of people who also feel uncomfortable if they get approached on the street because that might not be an appropriate time for them to engage in conversation. So um, to go back to actual what you mean by catcalling, yeah, it makes it definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. But what I've, um, um, one thing that I've noticed is the older I've got, the less that kind of catcalling happens. So, um, yeah, it, it's definitely something that happened to me more when I was younger. And it's very weird. These statistics, all, um, they point to the fact that this happens mostly to women like um, before the age of 17, which is, which is very creepy. And I, I, I kept, I, you know, when I saw this, I, when I realized that this was happening to girls mostly under the, uh, the age of 17, I thought I, I called bullshit a bit. Because, because like, I've spoken to a lot of girls throughout my years. I mean, I'm not that old. <laughs> but I've spoken to a lot of girls in, my, in the past. And I've heard a lot of sexual exploitative stories. I've heard a lot of stories about how they felt objectified and so on. But, you know, as a, as a man, I don't really feel this. You know, as a man, because, you know, men usually don't ca- seem to catcall or objectify women when other men who they, f- they might fear are there. So I did a bit more digging after finding this out, and I realized there was this hashtag on Twitter that had been trending uh, called First Harassed. And this hashtag was basically um, young ladies explaining the first time in their lives they had faced um, catcalling or harassment on the street. And the amount of responses was was crazy. Like, um, you can check this out yourself if you want. It's hashtag First Harassed. And it was, yeah, it, it basically women explaining the first time in their lives they felt they was properly, sec- you know, harassed on the street or sexually harassed and so on. So, Laura, um, if you don't mind, would you be willing, if you don't mind, would you share with us one of your earliest memories of, you know, your first time being harassed? Or, you know, not necessarily the first time, but one of your earliest memories of being harassed. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, um, at this current moment, the first time I really remember being catcalled was um, when I was 16. So, that's actually quite late, really, compared to a lot of women. But this is the first time that I was very much aware that I was being catcalled. So, I was 16 years old, and I was on work experience, working in um, a newspaper. So, that newspaper just happened to be situated on an industrial estate that I had to walk through every day to get to work. Um, I did have a bit of a interest in wearing short skirts at that time. Um, I also had to go through the problem of um, the fact that most of the skirts that I wore were hand-be-downs from my sister, not necessarily the best fit for me. So yes, I did have my legs out quite badly. Not that that excuses it. So anyway, I was walking on my way to work and every morning like i mean every morning um someone would honk their horn at me shout at me make comments you know oh nice legs that kind of thing at the time i was p- pretty naive and i kind of liked it because i thought wow that must mean i'm so pretty now that i'm older i see that that's problematic because i suppose i've been conditioned by society to view it as a good thing if I was objectified. Um, 
so if I'd been any older, I think that would have made me feel really uncomfortable. So I think that's where it does become problematic because say if someone's younger than that, 12 years old, for instance, they might, you know, be willing to get themselves into situations that they shouldn't be in because that person's making them feel good about themselves. Or on the opposite side of things, if it makes them feel really bad, that could damage their self-esteem. Okay, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I didn't realize this was like, you know, she Laura has said she was experiencing this every day. And you know, I I don't think it's okay. It's it's really not. It's really not cool. But I will tell you. I will tell you this. A few, I think it was a few days ago actually. Um, I was in the car with my mom, and we were just. We, I was in the car with my mom, and we we're waiting for. Um. I'm not sure. I think yeah, we went to somewhere. We went to a shopping mall, so we were just waiting to get out of the car. And this guy walked past the car, and um, he looked so intensely at my mom. It pissed me off. It really pissed me off. Like I was, I was close to getting out of the car, and he just his eyes like started from like um, a reasonable distance, and he literally just kept looking. And my mom had felt like, oh, maybe she had done something wrong. Because why else would this random stranger be looking into the car like that? But it was just him being a pervert. And it was just him being a perv. So I know that a lot of men I've spoken to do not think this is cool either. But um, we have one more question. And then we will conclude our first segment. And so um, there was a video of a lady. I don't know if um, people saw this. It was a few years ago. Do you remember what year this was, Laura? A couple of years ago. I don't know exactly. So there was a video of a lady. She was walking through the streets of New York. Um, she recorded herself over 10 hours just walking through the streets of New York and experiencing so much catcalling. Now, I felt like a lot of people did when I strongly believed she was just attention-seeking. Um... That's not to say that I don't that I'm inval I'm invalidating her experiences. I'm just saying, if you walk through the streets for ten hours, with the like recording yourself, I know it's a social experiment, but I'm not the biggest fan of these social experiments because I feel I feel they just unfairly put human beings in uncomfortable positions just to elicit what like what kind of responses they'd want. And there were a lot of those um, the people who stopped her. There were a lot of them who were saying very nice things they were saying hey you look beautiful they were saying have a lovely day i guess my question to you laura would be what of those people who say cat it's not cat calling it's not harmful it's just a man's way of expressing appreciation for a woman's beauty or a woman that he's interested in and he would like to get to know um what would you say to that well, um, like I said earlier, I don't think that it's a problem when you um, address a woman as if she's a person, okay? So, in that video, I noticed that a lot of women, um, sorry, a lot of the men um, said to her things like, you know, have a nice day, how are you doing, etc, etc. So, I don't think that of itself is actually problematic because I don't see it as problematic to be friendly. But maybe you have to ask yourself, would they do that to other men if they were walking past? I mean, would they do that if a woman was walking past with her boyfriend? 
it's only single young vulnerable women who have this done to so if you look at it in that perspective then maybe it maybe it's never okay if it's not something that you would do to um say um a child another man or a woman who's walking with a man then it's probably not okay okay thank you very much um for your responses laura i really appreciate it so with that being said this is the conclu- this concludes our first segment back ladies and gentlemen uh thank you for tuning into the second segment and final segment of uh, our inner voices um so for the second segment the first um the first thing i'd like to delve into is um laura i'd like to ask you i guess what does it do to your feeling of safety because a lot of men don't seem to understand that women have these you know a lot of the research i did online made me open my eyes to the fact that women really feel unsafe when this happens and even i don't understand it properly so can you just break down for us what your feeling or your what your thought process is when you feel like you're in danger because of somebody has like reached out to you in that in a way that you don't approve of okay so we hear about violence see women all the time in the media it's a it's a massive problem um they say that um the biggest the biggest killer of men is heart attacks the biggest killer of women is men i mean <laughs> you know they maybe that's the most not the most accurate statistic but um women are are often in danger because of men um and a lot of times when a man is talking to you on the street you don't really get the opportunity to to kind of get away so for instance um if i'm friendly to a man he's going to stick around me and he's going to fo- follow me and he's going to act as if I've let him on. Now, if I'm rude back to him or, or, you know, even politely reject him, he might get aggressive. He might get angry. He might start saying things to me like, well, you're ugly anyway, which is where we get the title of this podcast. So, yeah, so it makes me feel cornered, to be honest. I don't feel, really feel like I have a way out. I mean, I was talking to my friends the other day and we were saying how, for instance, when you're in a public space and a man's asking you for your number, a lot of people will literally just give their number because they don't actually feel like they have um, they have a choice. If they don't give the number, then the guy is just going to keep harassing them for it. So we just say to ourselves, we'll give them a number, we'll walk away, then we'll block the number later. So, yeah, so it, it makes me feel uncomfortable, to be honest. And, um, wow, I didn't, that's, that's interesting. That's actually interesting to know. And, um, I, uh, the next question would be, yes, this is, yeah, I, I, now this is it. Yeah. I remember this. I wanted to really have, ask a lady about this. I have read online some articles, which were controversial 
And one of them in particular that stands out is, um, just bear with me one second. Uh, if I can find it. Yes, this lady. Um, I don't know. How to, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly, but Lewak. She Lewak. Yeah, she she wrote a post. She wrote an an article for the New York Post a few years ago, say, uh, which was titled "Hey, ladies, car calls are flattering. Deal with it." And this elicited a massive response from a lot of ladies and um, uh, and um, a lot of um, women, women um, powered publishers. They really responded like with anger because obviously that's very condescending, you know. However, a lot of people said it was okay because it's a woman who said it, not a man. How do you feel as a woman about the women who... Uh, who support the men's right to catcall and say it's actually a compliment they enjoy it you're being too sensitive it's a way to feel more validated etc okay well of course they have their right to their opinion and like a lot of people if they if they find it complimentary then good for them but i don't personally think it's a compliment because men will literally Okay, I'm not saying all men, but a lot of men will sit there all day and literally shout anything at anyone that walks past. You know, it's not it's not flattering. It's not a compliment. I don't take it as a compliment. Um, I, I just take it as, yeah, they've just seen something that they like, an object they like, and they're shouting at it. Um, just as you might walk past a shop, see a nice dress in the window and say, wow, that's an amazing dress. I really want to have it you're not you know that dress doesn't have a personality that dress can't take it as a compliment and um yeah I, I can't take it as a compliment um so yeah just because some women like it doesn't that doesn't mean that all women like it um and you never know how someone's going to react you know you're not, someone might have an underlying anxiety issue which means that that they're going to have react to it a lot worse than other people would um some people might have a post-traumatic stress disorder in which that might be triggered by this situation. Um, the way I see it, it's a bit like um, you wouldn't just go out giving sweets to kids. Even though you might feel like it's a nice thing to do and kids, they would like it, they would like to receive the sweet. Um, just because you're safe, that doesn't mean other people are safe. So um you're going to make the parents feel uncomfortable about it if their kids are accepting things off strangers and you're going to teach them bad behaviors i'm not saying that that women are kids i'm just saying that just because in one situation something's okay it doesn't mean it's always okay okay thank you for that and um the i guess to conclude today's episode uh first of all before we come before we get to the final conclusion um i just like to say thank you very much for giving your opinions today i know that this is a really important topic to women uh, especially because it, you know i do understand that women can feel in danger a lot of times for example with me personally i i'm a big guy those who know me know that i'm quite i'm quite a big built guy at times when i'm walking through the streets at night like maybe 2 a.m in the morning for example i feel a bit scared and um, worried sometimes when somebody who is looking suspicious is following me and a lot of the times my instant reaction is okay it's fine you're a man 
will prepare to fight him if anything is needed. I know that's very irrational and extreme, but that's how the human being is. We're fearful people. For a girl who's who's way smaller and you know feels that they could even easily be harmed, I can't imagine how it would feel in these fearful situations, especially if the person respond replies to your to you ignoring their compliment as they say with aggressive um voices like or aggressive words like fuck you you're ugly anyway who do you think you are you know stuff like that because then it goes from i'm complimenting you to i'm being aggressive because i'm i'm upset with the way you've responded but you know let's um so let's end this so laura to conclude um i'd just like to ask what is the main thing you'd like to get out of this like yeah um, the main thing I really want to get across is um, whenever you approach anyone, you should approach them as if you would any person. Don't just approach them as a woman, because um, like when you say, how should men how should men deal with women? Okay, we're human beings. Treat them as if you would treat any other human being. Treat them with respect. Talk to them not as an object, but talk to them as a person. And if they seem uncomfortable, you need to employ your empathy skills. If you see someone's uncomfortable, don't just assume that it's because they fancy you, so you're making them squirm. If they look like they don't want you to talk to them, just back away. And then maybe we'd feel a lot more comfortable with men talking to us in the future. All right. Thank you very much, Laura Sage, for joining us on today's episode. Uh, this has been episode two of our Inner Voices and um yeah and this has been your host noah dioye i hope you tune in next week we'll have more juicy discussions for you have a great week and that's it